Welcome to another mini episode of Customers Also Watched with Rebecca and Jordan. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Uh, today's mini episode, we are going to be covering the Slumber Party Massacre series. Party! Because it's National Slumber Party Day Whee! coming up, or Sleepover Day, or something. I don't know. It's a fucking fake holiday, and <laughs> this fits, so whatever. Uh, Sleepovers are fun. Sure. Also, like, onesie pajamas are fun and warm. Right. And you know what, though? These girls, and we'll talk about it, these girls' slumber parties... I, my slumber parties were not like this. This is the slumber party that the boys wanted mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. Except right. all the murdering. But, like, this is the slumber parties that, like, they fantasize about. Where right. we're like, we're all gonna get clothes changed naked together yeah. in 90s with our boobs hanging out. No, we wore, like, fucking Adidas pants and t-shirts, like, mm-hmm. size double XL. Yeah. And so here's the thing about that, though, is that you would think... That all of these movies then were um, written and directed by men. No. But every single one of these movies, all three, are both written and directed by females. Well, it's because they know who their target audience is. Correct. And But they are also produced by Roger Corman. So oh. then it turns automatically turns it into some sort of exploitation film. Hmm. You know who Roger Corman is, right? Uh, his name sounds really familiar. Okay. What so- else did he do? So he basically produces a lot of um, budget, like B movies, like okay. slashers and stuff like this. He okay. did a lot of like the Edgar Allan Poe okay. adaptations. Okay. Um, famously, though, he's he's got movies like uh, Carnosaur, which came out right after Jurassic Park, Galaxy of Terror, which came out right after Alien. Ah. And so that fun fact about that one, actually, uh, James Cameron worked on that film oh. uh, on Galaxy of Terror as, I think, a production designer oh. or some, like, assistant director or something like that. And then he goes to direct Aliens. Wow. Where do you think he got his inspiration? I don't know. James Cameron's a fucking hack, guys. No, I'm just <laughs> um, But, yeah, so Roger Corman is just sort of... He's I- dude. He's iconic in the sort of B movie genre. He's even got a nickname of the Pope of pop cult or no, not the Pope of pop cinema. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a good title. Yeah. I like that title. Yeah. I bet he gave it to himself. Probably. But I mean, he's great and he's, I, I own a lot of his movies. (laughs) Um, that was a fun fact about that, but yeah, it's all these movies, every single one written and directed by, by female, which is rare. Yeah. To find that, especially in the eighties. But yeah, they, they know their audience. They're playing up the exploitation angle. One other fun fact about this series, the so there's three, and the villain or the killer in the in these movies, only in the second one is he actually listed in the credits as the driller killer. <laughs> <laughs> but there's actually a movie called The Driller Killer. Oh, does from... it actually tell you about him? Because you don't know anything about him. Like in that movie, yeah. Like okay. this, this is so the movie, The Driller Killer, yeah, nineteen seventy nine. Okay, is it a video nasty? Okay. Um, it this is it is not connected to Slumber Party Massacre movies. Oh, I was like, it's oh, its own just, like, like standalone thing. Like he just goes around like fucking drilling people in the head, and it's just yeah. Okay. Makes so, sense. but yeah, he's got motivation more so than this, at least. Yeah. So, which we don't really have, other than like I need to show a shot of me. Standing with my legs apart and the drill between my legs, so it look looks like it's my yeah. cock. It's phallic <laughs> <laughs> symbolism. Right. So, so your homework 
and Jordan tagged along for it was the original Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah, I so, think Jordan was probably more excited about this movie than... I think Jordan once... I he, liked it. He liked this movie. He did I, not like it. I, I, it was okay. It wasn't... Like, of all the homework that I've watched so far, it wasn't my favorite. But I feel like it kind of meets that parody sort of shtick of movies that you really like. And also your little internet hole I mean, that you really, went down for about 45 minutes. Really, it wasn't like any of the other horror movies that I had seen before as far as just the way it went down. So I think that's why I really liked it. Okay. So, I mean, like, I would say that... I mean, it is, I would say, pretty typical in the, like, the plot is so simple for this movie. Like, it's super, super simple. It's basically... That's why I liked it. Okay. It's so simple. It's so simple. It's not convoluted. It's not convoluted. It's not far-fetched, mostly. Uh, Sure, Mr. I'm going to give you the physics of how drills actually cut into skin and how that's realistic and unrealistic. Yeah, I did call that out. Yeah. Um, Mr. Over There, like... But no, it's, it, the plot was really simple. It was basically like crazy dude runs around with this industrial level drill murdering people with it. Yeah, like that's why I liked it. I mean, it is simple. It's, there's no backstory. Dude just like escapes. Uh, does he escape or is he just let out from prison? I forget. You don't know. Like, uh, no, they say they, it on the radio. They say someone I is w- like not in prison anymore. And it's that dude basically. And he just happens upon a group of teenagers and he's like, hey, I think I'll just kill this group of teenagers. And they just happen to be getting together for a slumber party. Yeah. And he just finds them and kills them. And it's like no rhyme or reason. He just, I think it says two words near the end. And he's just like, I want you to like me or something like that. Or tell me that I'm handsome or something like that. Yeah. Um, He did escape. He did escape. Okay, yes. And they said it on the radio. And they're like, be on the lookout for this killer. But it was like, they don't say how he escaped, really. They don't say, like, why he escaped. They don't say why he's hunting down these teens. He just shows up this high school and just starts murdering. And that's it. Like, there's no there's no wait time into it. There's no lead up. It's just get to killing. Like, we're on the clock. We need to get them done and wipe them all out. And that's really it. And I think that's why I liked it. It was just nonstop, like, start to finish horror movie. Yeah. I mean, that was it. <laughs> it was, I felt really bad because I feel like so much of it could have really been prevented by just closing the fucking garage door. But, um, I mean, they also had the window open, so that probably wouldn't have stopped anything. But... I liked all, like, all of the deaths were, like, okay. That was great deaths. Like. Not okay. Okay. Well, then. Drills a pizza boy's eyes out while he's delivering the pizza. Like, they open up the door and he just, like, he has no eyes and he's still holding the pizza. (laughs) And then just, like, falls over. And then it's great because it ties back in because then, like, one of the girls who's being, like, hunted down is, like, I'm fucking hungry. Hey, there's a mass murder that might kill me, but you know what? That dead guy's still got some pizza. I want that. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay. I will say that my favorite part was when there's the girl who's trapped in the basement who is like, I'm going to... And I love how you put it out because I didn't think about it because I'm super basic, but how she like finds the like rotary saw and she like revs up that rotary saw and she's yeah, like, I'm going to go fucking get him and it's plugged into the wall. Yeah. And she runs out of cord. Yeah. She's running up the stairs. I'm like, wait a minute. No, she can't use that saw. You got to plug that thing in to be able to use it. And then like, sure enough, it finally pans out to the cord and like yanks her back as she's running up the stairs. I felt so bad. There was like machetes nearby <laughs> and like axes and saws and it's yeah. like, I mean, it would have been like super great. And I felt, felt really I was saying she should have grabbed the T-square. Yeah, the T-square. Can't go wrong with the T-square. Because um, those, those were weapons in St. Old Muscles, which is just a whole different kind of movie. But Well, yeah, but no, those T-squares though, man, I bet, you, I bet you I cut myself on one of those probably in school, but no, it was, 
it was super, it was a, it wasn't, I would say, like, my favorite thing. And maybe it's just because I was like, why are these girls running around in 90s? And why aren't they closing the garage door? Which, I mean, why don't you close the garage door? But but you, you noted yeah. that this was a female director. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess it stands to make sense that she would put this male villain in a position where all he wants to do is drill women. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's just, yeah, it's a metaphor. I like how the boys who, like, are down to, like, crash the slumber party are like they get they get theirs like Mm -hmm. i like how they get theirs um i liked the girl across the street she seemed like good and well-rounded and she ends up being like the savior of the movie but i also liked her like weirdly sociopathic sister (laughs) who like that's like the sister that's seen some shit like i want to know her backstory because she was not phased at all no she was totally fine and like when she's like i just jumped on you to scare you with a knife i'm like you're there's something wrong with you. Um, and then I liked the empowered female coach, mm-hmm. the weird basketball scene, and there was the shower scene, because I guess you always have to have the shower scene. I liked when he stalked the girl through the showers, and there was, like, the dripping blood, um, where he, like, walks up the school, and then he, like, steals the Yeah, I don't have TV many complaints man. about the movie. I think it was pretty solid. Yeah. It's solid. It's simple. It doesn't need a story. It's just... yeah. It's a horror film. I yeah. mean, you just boil it down to its essence, and it does it well. Yeah. It's solid. Two. Oh, and then uh, my I think my other favorite part, which I feel like is, this is my experience every time I see him. Jordan's experience with me in movies is, oh, I haven't seen that. My experience of Jordan with movies is the 45-minute rabbit hole that he jumps down into yes. when he notices so, anything that be remotely familiar. There, There was a part where, like, they show the houses, and they're all... In, like, the same neighborhood. They're all next door to each other, because why not? Um, and one of the houses uh, that's there looks really familiar to me. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I know this house. And uh, and it's it's in Venice in California, like, pretty close to the beach. And so I'm like, Becca, I really think I know this house. Like, I think I've been there. And so I go up on the internet. I look at filming locations mm-hmm. for uh, Slumber Party. And, and then I remember that, okay, my friend his parents had a house that was on venice boulevard near this bowling alley and i looked up where that kind of was and then i looked at the address from the movie and it was in that same area and it was like on mountain view street and i'm like i'm pretty sure i remember mountain view street and thankfully the <laughs> good news is is that when the girl is ordering a pizza yeah. she gives the, the actual address, address to the house <laughs> yeah. like, but no she doesn't say mountain view but she does say the actual number oh, to the house should. which is like three six something or whatever yeah and that's the actual like number address to that house oh, that's funny. but they do mention it's on mountain avenues at some other point in the movie yeah and so i remember that but so to confirm it, I messaged my friend who I hadn't talked to in maybe 11 years. Oh my and I'm like, God. I'm like, hey, man, I'm watching this movie, this like 80s horror movie. And I recognize this house. I'm like, did your parents live on Mountain View Avenue? Yeah. Like near Venice. And like 20 minutes later, he responds. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they did. I'm like, he's like, I'm surprised you remembered that. Yeah, that's, you got a good memory. Jordan knows all the filming locations It just looked like a cool house, and I remember his parents had mentioned they'd filmed some movies there before, and I think they filmed something even besides that movie, I just don't remember what it was. Oh, okay. So it was neat to just, like, kind of reminisce, I'm like, cool, I got... And the neighbor dude who lived in that house was pretty cool, too. Yeah, it was the the neighbor's house who was, like, not a really big character. I think he was, like, watching a snail or something, and then Mm -hmm. he gets drilled in the back of the head. Yeah, but he was really, he was really, like, on them for their use of Maui Wowie. Like, no, none of that Maui. He was like, oh, you just watched that Maui Wowie, like, uh, but yeah jordan's been to the slumber party massacre house i have the next yeah. door neighbor's house yeah oh, okay yeah 
close enough. Not the actual house. That would be cool, though. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. Almost. But yeah, so that was, it was good. It was solid. I'm interested to see kind of where the other ones kind of went from there, if they did any interesting, like, continuity stuff. Is Jordan's yeah. neighbor's house in the next two? Like, tell me the story. Yeah. No. Oh. It sorry, is not. Jordan. Sorry. Um, I will say, so Slumber Party Massacre 2 is two different movies. What? Not in the li- same movie? Not literally, but oh. yes. Okay. Um, in the same movie. The movie itself is only 75 minutes long. Okay. The first 45 minutes of it is like a, it's like an 80s teen movie. There's these four girls and they're all in like a Go-Go's band. And they're all like practicing in the garage. Like, yeah, we're rock and roll band and whatever. And they're going up to one of the girls' parents' house that is vacant. And they're going to go there for the weekend and um, have like their weekend slumber party slash rehearsal weekend or whatever. Um, there is continuity because the younger sister from the first one, Courtney, <gasps> is, Excellent. is in this movie. But what? it's not the same actress. Aww. It's just the same character. Okay. Were her eyes so, more or less dead? Uh, less because it's played by... Uh, did you ever watch Wings? The Long sitcom? time ago, yes. So Crystal Bernard is... Courtney in this movie as like a as a teenager her older sister Valerie is in it again not same actress but she is in a mental hospital uh now. makes sense and so it's mom and Courtney now and mom is you know concerned about it and Courtney keeps having these oh. weird these really weird dreams throughout the entire movie and she is super horny like she is like every dream she has she's like oh. wasn't she scandalous in the first movie too she like was. she was some 15 she year old she had the playgirl girl. thing with Sylvester Stallone on the cover That's of Playgirl right. that mm-hmm. was super distracting she is like every time she has a dream she's either fantasizing about like this like guy she's got a crush on football well apparently she was guy. blowing dudes in the fifth grade <laughs> according to the first movie so <laughs> mm-hmm. so but it's weird because it's like Crystal Bernard and she doesn't look like that. Like in the first one, Courtney looks kind of like she's dead behind the eyes. But yeah. like at least she looks like someone who could do something like that. Crystal Bernard is all like goody two shoes and like, oh, I don't know. And it just but she's also like whenever she goes to sleep is having like fucking dirty ass dreams. And so anyway, every time she goes to the even when she's uh, awake, sometimes she's having these weird sort of delusions about this killer and all she's sort of foreseeing all these things that are going to happen. It's very sort of dreamlike and and weird. So that's the only horror part of like the first 45 minutes. The guy that she's dreaming about is this cowboy slash rockabilly guy who looks like Andrew Dice Clay. And he's, oh and he's got a guitar <laughs> and the top of the guitar. I don't know what that part is called. Shaft. The neck. neck. The neck of the guitar. That's probably. I don't know. I don't know. That's probably way more accurate. So the top of, you know, the the end of the guitar, there's a huge drill coming out of it. Awesome. So he's playing like, yeah. And he's playing that. And when he finally like shows up in real life, then the movie starts, the horror movie starts. But even then it's, it's campy and it's silly and ridiculous. And like everything leading up to that is just pillow fight and girls to the extreme kind of thing. Like, like slumber party to the extreme, you know, half naked pillow fights, spraying champagne on each other, like pe- feathers coming out of pillows, guys, you know, peeping through the window. Okay, like okay. there's a blow up doll. Oh, that's, oh, I actually had a drinking game for this one. Oh, you did? Yeah. So drink anytime you see the blow up doll or the girl band plays. 
So <laughs> I thought I should do that. I didn't do it for like Leprechaun because, you know, I didn't anytime remember. Anytime he rides, well, anytime he was on like a mode of transportation yeah. in the first movie, it would have been like perfect. Yeah. But this one's easy and it's not going to get you super drunk, but you'll you'll drink a few times. So <laughs> Blow Up Doll and Where the Girl Band Plays. So basically the the driller killer in this one he shows up and he he starts killing a few people and all the kills are pretty much the same like everyone just dies by getting drilled yeah you know there's no um but there's no like pizza man death in there. no there's nothing Aww. like that um but part three actually has like some variety in how people are killed part two is all like you're getting drilled and that's pretty much it but i do want to play you uh, part of the audio from it because okay. when this came on like chris was like holy shit this is hilarious so okay. um i'm invested so Tell basically he's already chased after a few people yeah. uh and killed a couple of the girls there's um two no there's three girls left and they are upstairs hiding from him he uh-huh. appears out of nowhere um the driller killer slash yeah. andrew dice clay he appears out of nowhere and before um, it, it looks like he's going to chase after them, kill all of them. Mm-hmm. But apparently he has time to stop and sing a song before he does that. No. Yes. There you go. <gasps> no. No. <laughs> he looks like an Elvis impersonator. No, not the worm! Oh no! Oh my god. <laughs> you weren't kidding about the Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> I can't even. So I mean the true horror there is like that girl's dress. Like fuck's going on there she's got blood all over it no it looked like there's all these colors and stuff on yeah it. that's blood no it looks well, like green and blue I, well no she's yeah she her dress is torn up and she's been drilled like in the arm so she's there's blood plus colors on okay there. but well it probably looked better without all the blood on it yeah oh okay it just looked like some like weird like white dress with like green yellow and red splatters all over it yeah well at least you know the red's blood yeah but that yeah and that's basically what the last 20 minutes of the movie... It's not him singing and dancing. Oh, okay. I was like, I am really in for the singing and the dancing because he had some moves. There is some of that and he only like, you know, he's just super... Oh my God, I don't even have words. He's just glorious. Like, I, I love the last 20 minutes. Like, leading up to it, I was kind of like you with uh, Prom Night where it's like, yeah, the first hour is like, we're getting ready. We're having our slumber party and nothing's really happening except we're doing whatever. And there, and what's her face? Courtney's having weird dreams, and then the last twenty minutes it kicks in, and you're just like, "Holy fuck, this is amazing!" You know? Yeah, so. that that song was like it would be like a Courtney fever dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's real life. Yeah, real life. So he stops and he sings a song, and he eventually catches up with a girl with the dress and drills her, kills her. The last two girls, he's chasing them down to another song, um, not nearly as good as that one. And then... But he continues to sing, is what you're telling me. Yes. Like, sort of like, he sings, but then he also has a sort of sing-songy voice when he's delivering his lines. Okay. Or he'll deliver, like, really bad, like, 
uh, song, he'll be like, ooh, I can't get no satisfaction. You know, stuff like that. I mean, it's bad. So basically what you're telling me is I should just fast forward the last 20 minutes and enjoy it. Yeah. Profoundly. I think so. I mean, nothing. You do know my affinity for things that have musical numbers in them. Yes, I know very much. I mean, you love cop rock. I do. As well you should. I love cop rock. It is amazing. It is a masterpiece. Everyone should watch it. They should probably not remake it, but like. No. It's golden. It's perfect. It's golden. Yeah. Nobody ever touch it. Don't you dare. Yeah. Netflix. So I kind of wondered, even in the first one, how does this guy's batteries like just last so long? Movie. Yeah. Movie logic. Yeah. It's not like Duracell trying to like. Pitch I mean, an ad. it's one of those things where you don't think about, man, they've been like stuck in that room forever and no one's had to pee yet. You <laughs> yeah, know, like right. nobody asks those questions. I mean, they probably peed themselves at some point. You just can't tell. Right. I think like it's kind of like the cell phone thing. Like people, you know, they put that in horror movies like, oh, no signal here because that's one thing that people think right away. Like you could get out of the situation if you just called someone on your cell phone. Yeah. So you have to tell audiences like, Here's why they can't use their cell phone. Mm-hmm. But thinking about like, well, why isn't the drill run out of batteries yet is like. That's a Jordan thing. That's a Jordan thing. But <laughs> it, it could lend so well to the movie where he's about to kill somebody and his batteries run out and he's just like, it could. well, fuck. It could. <laughs> I mean, that would be like a good like, oh, I almost got you, almost got yeah. you. And then the battery and runs, out, runs out. Yeah. And then shit girl can get away and then it changes, you know. Yeah. Amateur writers. All right. <laughs> Technicality. Well, you can get on that. So two is fun. The killer sort of dies i don't know like the end is weird it's more like um her weird dreams again he ends up getting uh oh she lights him on fire that's right Mm. and then he falls off a building and we think that's the end of it but then she wakes up in bed and i'm like fuck is this whole movie a dream Uh, because i wouldn't be surprised because half the movie is um and you think she's in boyfriend with her bed and she leans over to kiss him and it's andrew dice clay guy driller killer and then she screams and then she wakes up again in Damn a mental it. hospital. Fuck, it's like Inception of like horror movie. <laughs> it's so a then, dream within a dream. Well, she's in a mental hospital and then you see like this drill coming through the floor and then it's crazy. Excellent. So, I mean, it's fun. Like, oh, okay. Honestly, even like the first 45 minutes is not bad. It's just not a horror movie. Yeah. It's just weird. It's and it's the whole movie's only 75 minutes long anyway. It's a quick, easy watch. Yeah. I, I mean, it's on Prime for free. Oh, so okay. I would, I'd watch it. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. reasonable. Three, I would not watch. Okay. Because three is boring. That's sad. You don't really want to drill into it? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I didn't even come up with a drinking game for this one because you just shouldn't watch it. Like, just don't. It's it's more just teenagers and boring conversations and they get chased by... um, um, you don't know who the killer is right away. Like, it's a mystery. It's one of... But it ends up being, like, one of them. And the motivation for it is never explained. And I mean, it's not really in any of them, so it doesn't no. matter. But it's like they tried to because at the end, when it's revealed who the killer is, he go he's got like a, you know, he's got a murder van, like, you know, like a food truck. Yeah. And he goes in there and he's got all these like fucking like weapons everywhere. And he's got a picture Ooh. of his uncle. And okay. he says, you know, this is all for you, uncle. And I'm like, because, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> All you needed to do was add one extra line for motive and he doesn't and he just... Or had the picture of the uncle be one of the two former driller killers and that would have been fine. I mean, it's hard to see what it is, so it's... Yeah, I don't know. I would have loved to, if that were the first driller killer, man, he had the best, most bulgy eyes. Like, he would have been great to be in like a weird little thumbnail picture, just looking weird and creepy and bulgy. 
I mean, the only thing I will give to Summer Party Massacre 3 is that it, like I said before, it does have different deaths than people just, or women just getting drilled. So a couple couple notable ones. Gotta diversify. (laughs) It does actually have a a drill kill in the first, like, five or ten minutes of the movie. Like, through a car seat, which we had one, there was a drill kill car seat in the second one, too, but everyone just died by drill, so I didn't go through them all. One guy gets stabbed. You know those, like, mounted swordfishes people have on the wall? Yes. Mm-hmm. So someone broke off the sword from the fish and stabbed. Oh, they didn't use the actual whole thing. No, That's not the whole the thing. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, someone comments on it later. They're like, oh, nice fish. And you see, like, the sword <laughs> broken off of the fish. So. And then one girl, she gets so frightened, like, she just, like, jumps through a sliding glass door herself. And apparently that kills her. I don't know. The driller killer walks over over to her and... Probably, presumably to finish the job, but they don't show yeah, it. Double tapping. So Gotta I'm just it. like, oh, maybe she's dead from mm-hmm. that. But the best one is one girl goes to take a shower. Um, before she gets in the shower, she finds a vibrator in one of the drawers in the bathroom, uh, decides to plug it in, then get in the shower. So obviously the killer is going to come in, pick up the vibrator, and drop it in the tub, and she gets electrocuted. Death so. by vibrator. Yeah. That's probably why they make them waterproof now. They should. Yeah. No, they do. It's like a big thing. Yeah, oh. it's all the buzz. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 <sighs> all right. Um, so, yeah, three's just, I mean, it's fine. It's got some decent kills, but I'm, honestly, there's no reason to watch it. So I would say two is worth a watch. Um, it's only 75 minutes. If you don't even have that much time, just last 20 minutes are fun. Yeah. So there's only three? There's only three. There's only three. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, there doesn't really need to be anything. I don't think there's anything more that can really be done with that, you know? I feel like slumber party movies are kind of like, like that's like a whole shtick. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of other movies that have slumber parties in them, but I feel like there must be so many that I just can't think of any. There's, I mean, there's plenty where, like, girls, like, scream, you know? Like, it's not not even a slumber party. It's just, like, sleeping over at a friend's house kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sleepaway camp's sort of a slumber party because you're not at your parents' house, but, eh, we'll get to those eventually. Yeah. Maybe over the summer. Summer camp season. Summer camp season. I also also wanted to mention in the first one, the Canadian tuxedo that the killer had Mm. was excellent. Just full denim. Yeah. Like head to toe. Yes. And slicked back hair. Yeah. I Everything. feel like you could wear that co- that outfit to a horror convention and people would totally know who you we are. We get it? Just yeah. like bring like a drill or something. Totally. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. would totally get it. Oh, we forgot to mention that he like died in the pool, like by machete. Like he then got out and she had to like loft off his hands. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. We forgot to mention how he actually died. <laughs> oh. She got off his hands. That's right. We need to tell everyone else. I knew that, but yeah, yeah no, we didn't cover else that. So, yeah. But yeah, no, she kills him by chopping his hands off. And then he still like keeps trying to kill them. And then well, he, he has sh- one good hand still, right? Yeah. He tries to like choke her out with the hand. And then the daughter runs, or the daughter, the uh, Courtney, sister. Fucking hardcore yeah, Courtney. Yeah, comes up with a knife, right? Yeah. And stabs him or something. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Hell yeah, Courtney. You need help. But yeah, that's that's the part where I was saying she wasn't phased because like after they kill him and like the other two girls are like screaming and crying and Courtney's just like sitting there like unfazed, like kind of like what the fuck just happened, but also not crying or screaming, just like, eh, same shit, different day. I'm telling you, man, Courtney's fucking hardcore. (laughs) Well, he doesn't die in three from, so two, he gets lit on fire Mm -hmm. and then dropped off a building, but then 
resurrected in dreams. Resurrected in dreams, I guess. I don't know. But then in three, it's actually kind of cool. He, he get there's. Here's another problem with three. There are too many girls in it. Like I couldn't keep track. I don't know what anyone's name is because oh. there were too many. Damn. So in the end, there's like three or f- three or four girls, mm-hmm. and one of the girls grabs a bucket of bleach because someone like dropped, you know, made a stain earlier, pizza or something, and. One of the girls grabs a bucket of bleach and throws it at him and blinds him. Which, cool. And so he's got his drill and he's just sort of like running, you know, walking around oh, blindly God. trying to stab people with it. Um, eventually he gets his sight back and then he gets stabbed with his own drill. So it's like... Sweet justice! You fucked yourself! Yeah! Take that, phallic... Symbolism! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! I also so. like his creativeness in the first one where he just like lays down and puts the blanket over himself, like ready to spring a trap. I don't know. But he's the... like preparing it, like thinking he's all clever. Like he looks, he looks like he's like coming up with a really clever scheme, hmm. like throws the the guy like down the stairs to make room and then like gets under the blanket and is ready for the gym teacher. Well, I don't know if he, like, I don't think he, like, anticipated the gym teacher. I think he, he might have He anticipated literally... somebody showing up or, like, waiting for the girl in the closet to come out or something. Yeah, and yeah. Also, he's, like, moving shit in the closet and, like, there's somebody in that, like, bag. Like, how does yes. that not move? You stay real still. I don't know. You stay real still. It was a good, it was good. Yeah. Definitely one was, one for the... But I do detest the physics of slashing with a drill. Yeah. I don't think it's that yeah. really works that way not how any of this works no okay that's summer party massacre are you ready for your quiz maybe (laughs) the last two are okay i mean again it might be okay this one might be a little bit tougher i know there's less about the movies in this quiz oh god because there's more important information that i really wanted you to get from this conversation what brand of drill did he use Oh, fuck. I mean, that's an easy. <laughs> so, question number one: Who produced all three of the Slumber Party Massacre movies? Oh, fuck! Is he the? Oh, he's the Pope of Pop B movies. Well, that, I mean, that's good because that was question two. Oh, great! What was his nickname? So you're already ahead of yourself. Awesome! I don't remember his name. I think it's Robert. The Pope of Pops. Uh, Popo Pop Cinema. And his Your first name is Robert, right? It starts with an R. Roger. And an O. Roger. Roger. Starts with a C. Uh-huh. I'm like, Cornyn? But no. Cormen. Cormen. There you go. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. I'm phonetically on track. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ish. You already... Ish. You already got number two, so we're going to skip to number three, and there's only three questions this awesome. time. Awesome. Um, solid B minus. So none of the Slumber Party Massacre movies are on the video nasty list. No. Um, one of the, they did, uh, the first one they did change the name to Slumber Party uh, Murders or something mm-hmm. like that at some point. But, so none of these are on the actual video nasty list. But what movie with a similar villain is on the list? The Driller Killer. There you go. From 1979. Oh, you even got the year. I know. <laughs> Good these for are you. the things that I can remember, but not... <laughs> Not names. Not yeah. RC, the pop culture bro. Yeah. All right. 
There well, we good go. job. You're you're doing really well on these quizzes. I'm I mean, holding on. I'm, I'm trying. Holding on. I'm trying to make them easy. I'm trying to keep like the information basic and for you to take away like what you these need to know. These are some pretty basic We're make movies. A certificate when you graduate. <gasps> what? I'll print one out eventually. <laughs> oh my god. Do yeah. I get a little like board thingy to wear on my head and a tassel? <laughs> I mean, we can, oh, you know what we can do? We It'll can be start, like a little, like, noose tassel. We can use a little kitty board over here. Yes! I mean, I can change my, like, kill recommendations, and I can move that to that white Oh, I like how it says cat problems on it. Yeah. And, and we a can... kitty in a teapot. Yes! Oh, isn't it cute? Oh, it's so precious. Kitties. All right. Are you ready for homework? Yes. For next month? Yes. I think you're going to be excited about this one. I think yes. Jordan's going to be really excited about this one. Okay. So, next month. Okay. There's a new Child's Play movie coming out. Yes. Oh, fuck. The audience, like the horror community. That's is, Chucky, right? Yes. Like the creepy evil. Oh. This is Chucky. Mm. So the, the horror community is very divided on this. Oh. Uh, some people are I'm really excited about it. Some people are like Jordan and are totally for it. I'm for it. Um, I'm... I, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, okay. I'll see it. I'm not excited about it. Okay. Like, but I do love this series. And there are seven of them. Seven. Seven. Seven? Yes. We're going to cover all of them. It's one, two, three, um, bride, seed, okay. curse, and cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I had, to ca- I, had Dang. To, I had to think about that. So we're going to cover all seven next month. Your homework. Yes. Is, is the first one. The first one. And you can borrow it. Actually, it's on oh, the shelf. Oh, perfect. Should Excellent. Be on... Wait. Is it? It's in, I don't know. I don't know. It is. Yeah, it I is. It's somewhere. right here. Between Cannibal Holocaust and Children of the Corn. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, oh. that is your homework. This is terrifying. It's it's fantastic and it's great. And Brad Dourif does the voice of Chucky and he is the best at everything. Mm-hmm. This is terrifying. No, it's fine. By the heart of Dombello. I don't Dumbbello. understand that yeah. reference. You're not a child, so it won't be scary to you. Don't okay. Worry don't worry about Challenge it. Challenge accepted. Yeah. I don't know. Some of that shit is still pretty. Okay. Literally, the sticker says tense. the <laughs> sticker on this experience the terror of the original Chucky film like never before. And also, this is you'll wish it was only make believe. And I'm like, yes. Yes, I will believe, want it to only be make believe. But okay. I spent an unhealthy amount of years in my childhood and teenage years devising ways. Of how I would stop Chucky if I ever encountered him. It's yeah. I mean, that's an important use of time. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, because great. Really. Well, as long as you never leave, it'll be fine because I'll know you can keep me safe yeah. from terrifying creepy dolls. <laughs> yeah. His hair is so well, stringy. We'll see if you might encounter some terrifying creepy right. dolls. Oh my god! Don't you fucking dare! <laughs> you already jump out at corners, and it's scary. Like, don't yeah. no no. All right. No. So our next. But yes, our next lesson. Jordan, are you gonna you want to take the reins on a couple of these movies next time? Sure. Awesome. I need to, I need to watch uh, the Bride series. It's been a long time, but one through three I've got nailed down. I mean, if you want to do one through three, then yeah, or but she's got to do one. Yeah, and okay. then you want to do yeah, two, two and three, and, three and I'll sure. I'll cover the rest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're we're awesome. gonna we're gonna learn you good, Rebecca. I'm gonna pee just a little bit in terror. <laughs> Which you would never know because it's not filmed. All right. So it's good. If you want to stay up to date on the latest episodes, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at CAW Podcast or Instagram or Facebook under Customers Also Watched or Letterboxd under the username Also Watched. Be back to a regular episode next week and we'll see you next month for a recap of all seven of the Child's Play movies. Woo! Andy, Andy, Andy. Bye.
A non-mom happy hour is the podcast that celebrates real-ass human women, whether they use their baby box or not. Hosted by Kelly Nerdzilla Mendenhall and Debbie Jo Nelson, a non-mom happy hour is a safe space to talk about mental health, trauma, disordered eating, surviving, and self-care. We talk about it all while laughing as much as possible, because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. If you like to laugh, feel like you've never quite fit into most lady groups or podcasts because you're not a mom, or are a mom who needs a break from momming for an hour, you should come hang out with us. A non-mom happy hour, bringing healing through laughter and community, streaming basically everywhere you could possibly want to find us. Remember, always be a real-ass human. To check out the podcast, visit anonmomhappyhour.com.